The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Continuing with our COVID-19 coverage this afternoon, no country has seen more COVID-19 related deaths to date than the United States and no country citizens seemingly have fought harder against the lockdown. Uh, the lockdowns and those in the U.S. Dozens of protests broke out across the country over the past few days. Reggie Cicchini is a Global News Washington Bureau producer. He joins us this afternoon. Rid- Reggie, give us, um, give us an, an, an idea of the feeling in the country right now we've been watching it here wondering what the hell is going on down there they are taking to the streets and it's causing problems outside of state houses in state capitals it's causing problems uh, wherever these protests happen to pop up because they're doing in some num- uh, by the numbers in the hundreds and what it's doing is uh, not allowing for social distancing to take place it's uh, kind of causing confrontations between uh, healthcare workers and protesters between protesters and the media and it's being egged on by president donald trump who is kind of giving some life to these protests by uh, constantly talking about how he wants the economy reopened, how he says that a lot of these protesters, uh, some of them are good people, uh, despite the fact that they're kind of going against what the government and what the health advice is around the United States. But simply, these protests are a result of uh, some serious mixed messaging and poor communication that has really trickled down from the top levels of government. Absolutely, Reggie. Do we know, like, are, are these just kind of like groundswell of, of, of people getting together? Are they being organized somewhere? Is there, are there organizers? There, some of these groups are being organized on social media posts. But a lot of these groups, if you happen to pay attention to the pictures, if you're watching the video of it, a lot of these groups do almost have a campaign rally style to them. There were buses yeah. that were pulling up that were decked out in, uh, in uh, Trump campaign attire with signs and with posters and messages. So these, these rallies and protests that are supposed to be about uh, reopening the economy are very quickly turning into a political message. And that's what the fear has been from healthcare experts for the last couple of weeks is that politicians, namely the president, is politicizing what is still an ongoing health crisis. One of the things that uh, we've been reading is that public health experts have been warning that easing of the shutdowns must be accompanied by wider testing and that contact tracing that we've been talking about here as well to keep the virus from from coming back uh, with a vengeance. We've heard from governors uh, in in both parties suggesting they're going to be they're going to be cautious about it. But some of them are warning they cannot do it without help from Washington to, to expand testing. Where does that stand right now? Well, according to President Trump, he says that the testing is going to be up to the local governments. He simply says that this is something uh, that the states need to do on their own, that the U.S. will be there as a backup to potentially help them get supplies that are in critical shortage right now. But state governors are simply saying, we don't have the money right now. We are fronting all of the money to try and keep ourselves afloat, to try and get things back to normal, and we need federal assistance. But the president is simply not giving into that. Uh, Now that we know that he's going to use, the president is going to use the Defense Production Act to Uh, get more swabs to be able to carry out more widespread testing, there's a fear that this is going to simply be purchased up by the federal government and put states back into the bidding war where they're going to have to start spending even more money to try and get the supplies needed. It's this never-ending cycle. Yeah, it certainly is a never-ending cycle. And what are the latest numbers on the economy? What, 22 million Americans filed for unemployment benefits uh, last month? 
yeah, 22 million uh, unemployed will get another uh, uh, snapshot of what uh, the unemployment numbers are uh, this coming Thursday when we get the, the next set of weeklies. Uh, and it really is taking a toll on the government, and that, on the economy, and that is why you're seeing some of these protests come out. But it's also why you're seeing uh, some governors really move quickly to relax the regulations that they've had in place in their states. We just found out that Georgia's governor, Brian Kemp, is going to essentially unlock the economy on Friday. He's going to open up hair salons and uh, massage parlors and body ink studios. Uh, and then on Monday, theaters and restaurants are going to open for oh. dine-in options. But he says that you have to do it with social distancing measures. It's pretty hard to get a piercing or a tattoo or a massage while practicing social distancing. I thought the Trump administration had said that it was 14 days of decline in, 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 in cases for them to start easing up the restrictions. Has any state had 14 days of decline? No, there are very few states, if any, that are even close to being into phase one uh, of these kind of guidelines that were offered by the federal government. But that gets into the problem that we've seen over and over again, where the federal government simply offers recommendations for the states, mm. but they're not creating any kind of rule for the states. Uh, and so there has been questions as to who is going to provide oversight to the states when these uh, when these regulations and recommendations for this three-phased approach to reopen are actually put in place. And we're clearly seeing now that there will be no oversight because these governors who oftentimes toe the line of the president uh, are going to push to very quickly reopen their states. Georgia, we should note, just reported 733 new cases uh, yesterday. They have 18,000 active cases and just posted wow. another 52 deaths. Well, we looked at Florida on the weekend as well. The beach at Jacksonville opened up and it had uh, a huge number of, of cases down there as well. And, and, and so many of us just shaking our heads, right? It's It's been really f something to watch. And did you see that uh, protest in Denver, the one between where the I, I believe it was some medical staff came out and kind of blocked some of this, uh, the, some of these protesters? Yeah, and these were protesters that were very clearly politicizing the message. Some of them were decked out in Trump gear. Uh, some of them were kind of spewing the same messaging that President Trump has used over the last couple of weeks or so. But it was interesting when you hear these protesters that were up against these uh, these healthcare professionals, uh, they were yelling at them saying, hey, you know, if you want a communist government, go to China, uh, which was simply an ignorant comment to make. Mm. But then looking at the healthcare workers saying, you get to go to work, why don't I? And it mm. goes to show that there is more of that mixed messaging because the these healthcare workers are going to work because these people uh, who are protesting continue to gather around each other, possibly allowing the virus to spread. Wow, Reggie, it's uh, it's been fascinating and scary to watch. To be on, to be honest with you, and we'll see what happens here over the uh, over the coming uh, days and weeks. Is New York still the the kind of the hot spot in America right now? It is. New York posted 4,700 new cases yesterday and 478 deaths. Those numbers are significantly lower than what we've been seeing over the last kind of two weeks. Uh, the governor, Andrew Cuomo, says they may be at the plateau in their curve and potentially heading down. But what we don't have is science that explains how fast and how long it takes to get down the other side of the curve. Uh, but health experts are watching right now places like New Jersey, which posted another 3,500 cases, quickly approaching 100,000. Pennsylvania and Illinois, also big states to watch right now as they creep up and over 30,000 confirmed cases in each of those states.
you know, watching this and how it's really seemingly become, you know, Trump versus the governors, depending on, you know, Republican or de- Democratic, whatever it is, it's just been it's just just been something to see. I think one of uh, I, I was on the weekend. One of the governors just came out lambasting uh, the president in a Twitter feed. And I thought I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah, look, this is the the confusion that's happening right now, because at the end of the day, the federal government and most notably President Trump is using these daily briefings as a simple way uh, to, you know, for the vanity of it. He's trying to make sure that he's front and center because he doesn't have these avenues to be holding uh, uh, um, uh, campaign rallies uh, simply because of the situation that we're in right now. But he's also trying to make sure that he can strong arm states into doing what he wants to do, ultimately knowing that he's in an election year and governors who aren't going uh, along with what the president. Um, what his messaging is, he's oftentimes going after them, uh, which is why sometimes he's in a bad mood when it comes to certain governors. But if the governor happens to say something nice about him, then he'll say something nice back to them. It's a very uh, transactional back and forth with how the president deals with any situation, including a deadly health crisis. Boy, oh boy, seven months, seven months until the election. It's going to be a, whew, it's going to be a wild one. Uh, Reggie, I want to thank you for this. Uh, stay safe and thanks for the work you're doing. Thank you. Yes, Reggie Cicchini, Global News, Washington Bureau producer uh, this afternoon, joining us from there. Did you watch? Did you see any of these protests uh, down there? I know some of you here are saying, you know, sooner or later people are going to start to protest here because people are going to get, you know, ticked off. And I think we saw, what, a couple weekends ago, really pathetic group of people protesting. I think it was like four people out uh, protesting this. I think think the thing in, in Canada right now is and I know that there's a lot of people who are who are tired and who um, are hurting financially and you're looking at your business going what the you know what but I think one of the things that is happening here that is helpful is that we are starting to see it make a difference. It is starting to make a difference. Look at Ontario today starting to talk about, you know, the peak has come sooner than than they thought. We, we've had BC talking about, um, you know, the possibility if everything continues to go really, really well in a month, right? I, you know... I'm not saying that there is a, a great big old, you know, red bull or big old bull at the finish line saying, hey, 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 look, at we're, we're almost there. We're not. It's it's slow and steady. But I think um, when we start to see some changes and see things that we're doing helping, it does help overall. Um, and I know it doesn't help maybe your bank account and it doesn't help your business and it doesn't help the fact that you're going crazy because your kids, um, you're trying to teach them, you know, new math or teach them French, whatever it is. It's still, it's still brutally hard, but I'm hopeful that as we continue to all move through this and we all continue to do the things that we're supposed to be doing, that the sooner that we all continue or as long as we all still stay on board, and continue to do what we're being asked to do, the sooner that we'll be out of this. Or at least some of those restrictions will start to get lifted. I'm not sure how many of you or why any of you would have thought, hey, if we do this for a month, boom, we'll be out of it. No, this isn't a, this isn't a one month and done. This is going to be weeks yet. 
possibly months yet. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, the vaccine. When would a vaccine possibly uh, be done? You know, we have scientists working around the world trying to develop a vaccine. We're trying to, we're doing clinical trials on other drugs to see if those will help. They all take time. They all take time. 